ignite your passion for God and for his work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Famous movie star, yeah. 
Perfect will 
this evening I minister, let the lower lights be burning from Philippians chapter 2 verse 15. It says that ye may be blameless and harmless, the sons of God without rebuke, in the midst of a crooked and perverse nation, among whom ye shine as lights in the world. Tell your neighbor, shine as a light. Amen.
your hands. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you happy to be in church tonight? Let your hand clap be louder, baby. Father, we thank you for tonight. What a privilege to find ourselves by a river. For there is a river that makes glad the city of God. Thank you for the privilege to be planted by this river. Let the whole world know after tonight that we were planted by this river. May the tree that is far from this river and those of us close to the banks of this river never be the same. Then what would have been the use Father, grant that our position tonight will favor us and cause us to step into greenness, indeed, into an evergreen life, a life full of fruits, more fruits, much fruits. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. I cannot wait for our carol service on Friday. Something will happen here. If there is a lady you want to propose to, bring her here and propose to her here. <laughs> Let's go on. Spirit of Counsel, Part 2. Isaiah 11, verse 1. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse. And a branch shall grow out of his roots. By the reading of the scripture this evening, I pray that something comes out of your life. May something more beautiful than what you have now emerge from your side. May the story be told about you that you bore branches. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest 
upon him. Somebody will experience great victory by the end of this year. The spirit of wisdom and understanding. The spirit of counsel and might. The spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. And shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And when all these things happen, the outcome will be that he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes. Neither reprove after the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth. And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth. Great things will come out of your mouth. I said great things will come out of your mouth. I could read on and on because I'm enjoying the reading of the word of God. But because of time constraints, I want us to go back to verse number two. To look at what is called the seven spirits of God. So called. But tonight, as I bring the curtain down on this very important subject... I want to let you know that if you want God to work on your life, if you want your life to be affected by God, you want God to lift you up, you want God to build you up, you want God to bless you. How many of you want God to bless you? The blessing of God, yeah. If you are here and you want to enjoy the long-term blessings of God, then you must... Among the relationships you have with God, you must particularly take note of one of the spirits. And that spirit is the spirit of counsel. The spirit of advice. And that sets me off on the journey I want to go on with you. It is not a much talked about spirit. Can we appreciate our sister for the wonderful hymn she blessed us with? And Enam for blessing us with that beautiful song. Yeah. God holds your destiny. May no witchcraft possess your destiny. May no devil possess your destiny. May God be the custodian of your future. If you believe it, say amen. Amen. 
Now, if you want to do well, you must particularly be interested in this spirit called the spirit of counsel, the spirit of advice. I told you last week that I was privileged to stand by my father and pastor, Bishop, and was advising a deviant pastor. A deviant pastor. And he told the pastor something that stayed with me. He said, the Bible says, many are called, but few are chosen. And he said that there is a reason why in life, many ends up becoming few. The number many ends up becoming few. So most of us here are experiencing in our world, in our lives, you see that only a few people are great. Only a few people are at the top. Most people are down. Most people are down. Most people are behind. Most people are small. But it is not the intention of God that most people should be small. Rather, it is the intention of God that most people should be big. It is the intention of God that most churches should be big. It is not the intention of God that most churches should be small, which is the case. It is not the intention of God that most marriageable women should not be married. It's not his will. It is not his will that most men who are working and are earning a salary should not have wives. It's not as well. God always calls many. And when he calls you, that is his way of blessing you. If you ever want to know how God will bless you, respond to his call. If you are in doubt, if you want to know, how will God bless me? Find out in your immediate environment anything that smells like the call of God. The call to sing, the call to be pure, the call to preach, a call to pray, a call to visit. Just respond to a call and within the call will be your blessing. Psalm 65 and verse 4 says, Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and causest to approach unto thee, that he may dwell in thy courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house. Tonight, I am here to talk to you because I didn't finish talking to you last week. There is a spirit that must be upon you. 
and it is called the spirit of counsel. Counsel. Advice. There is no great person in life. Neither is there any small person in life. There is only a person who yielded to good counsel and a person who refused to yield to good counsel. You didn't hear me? I said, there is no great man in town. Nobody is great. And nobody is small. There is only a body who responded to counsel and a body who did not respond to counsel. If God will ever work a work in your life, he will use the spirit. Unfortunately, we, 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 we easily talk about the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of might. But this spirit is a subtle, quiet, meek, but it does great things. One of the filters that throws many people away and leaves us with few is the filter of counsel. When you are without counsel, counsel means advice. You will never be among the people who become great in life. Those of you who cannot be advised. You see, when the spirit, these spirits, eh, these spirits, let me just digress. Let me just step aside a little and just tell you something. These spirits are the spirit of wisdom, spirit of understanding. When, When that spirit comes upon you, it makes you like that spirit. So if the spirit of wisdom is upon a person, it makes the person love wisdom. Even if it is coming harshly. If the spirit of wisdom is not upon you, you will not love wisdom. If the spirit of knowledge is upon a man, the person loves to read. Loves knowledge. If the spirit of knowledge is not on a person, he will pass by a book and go to Facebook. But Facebook is not a book. Some of you have got iPads and tablets with a hundred books on it. But you bypass the books and go to Facebook. (laughs) Because the spirit of knowledge is not on you. You see, it is like the spirit of lust. When the spirit of lust is on a man, or on a woman that man or woman chases girls chases boys That's a, you see you, you, you go after the spirit on you so if the spirit of lust is on you you use your phone more for pornography than making phone calls 
because the spirit on you makes you go after the, the thing of that spirit. So when the spirit of knowledge is on a man, that person is always going for knowledge. Always reading. Studying. When you send a person with a spirit of knowledge to school, he stays in school and studies and passes exams. But when you send somebody who doesn't have a spirit of knowledge to school, he will leave school to go and kill lizards or go and steal mangoes. Tonight, may the spirit of counsel come upon you. Look, I said there is no great person except the man who loves counsel. Destinies have been terminated abruptly. Destinies have been truncated suddenly because of the spirit of counsel. Marriages have ended suddenly. I read from 2 Chronicles 22 about this guy, this king called Ahazia. Bible says in verse 2, 2222222, 40 and 2 years old was Ahazia when he began to reign. King Ahazia, before him, there were kings who had reigned for 25 years, 18 years, but this Ahazia was 42 when he began to reign and watch this, watch this. And he reigned one year. <laughs> yes. He married one year and the marriage was over. <laughs> His church grew for just one year and the church began to go down. His mother's name was Atalia, the daughter of Omri. Watch this, verse 3. He also walked in the ways of the house of Ahab. For his mother, Atalia, was his counselor. Yes, the person counseling you determines whether you reign for 40 years or reign for one year. To do wickedly. As if Atalia's influence was not enough. Some of you are sitting here, look, something you are in, you will not last in it because of the, you, you let me start, when, when I start preaching, you will know that I'm preaching. So I'm, I'm just reading verses. Yeah. Wherefore he did evil in the sight of the Lord, like the house of Ahab. For they were his counselors. Ahazia came under the influence of a certain type of advice. And his ministry was terminated. You may never know. Look, personally, 
I do not believe that you need to be wise. To be wise. Talk to me. Neither do I believe that you need to be great. To be great. Neither do I believe that you need to be mighty. To be mighty. You can't. Look. Look, personally, I would say, look, even to go to school, there's a certain level. It's okay. SS or university, first degree. It's not about educational. The people who make it to the pinnacles of life did not use formal education. They were educated by the rich inputs of people who, were, who they surrounded themselves with. That's why I, if I say, look, you don't need to be wise. To be wise. You can even be a fool. Tonight, eh, I will allow some of you to be fools. And you watch it. Even if you are a fool, you will end up great. Even if you are a fool. Do you know why? Because the Bible says that he that works with the wise shall be wise. So even if you are wise and you walk with the wise, you'll be wise. If you are a fool and you walk with the wise, you'll be wise. If you are an idiot and you walk with the wise, you'll be wise. I mean, some of you here, you have never even lived with a mother and a father before. Most of you in this room have not lived with mommy and daddy to get that living to get like like in the morning you go into a room a bedroom and mommy and daddy are lying on the same bed most of you don't have that experience you don't know what marriage is how can you have a good marriage but whether you grew up with mommy or daddy oh or you did not grow up with mommy or daddy oh or you grew up with only mommy, oh. Or you grew up with only daddy, oh. Just find yourself around somebody with a good marriage. Look. Find yourself around someone whose church is working. Look, I'm t- you don't even need to read mega church. I'm telling you. You don't need to read church growth. You can have a big church by just following somebody. It's called the art of following. The spirit of counsel is akin to the art of following. Some of us in this hall are fools. But there's hope for you. There's hope for you. That's why I I want to quickly start by showing you how can you walk because look, Ahazia didn't rule for long. His marriage ended. His business got spoiled. After just one year. now, Now, it is not the will of God great things you are doing should last for one year. No, no, no. Whatever God doeth, it is forever. Your marriage should last for 50 years. 
your business should last seven generations. There is no one here who should last for a year in a good place. No, no, no. For he shall be like a tree planted. Receive the planting anointing. Anything seeking to uproot you from your place. Tonight, I crush that power to powder. I said, I crush that power to powder. In the name of Jesus. Counsel. Counsel. Who advises you matters more than even the school you went to. My God. Rehoboam. Rehoboam. You see, don't think of life as a life that must always hand opportunities to you. There are many people, you see, it's not about the opportunity. It is just time and chance. Because if it is opportunity, then some people here in this room should be millionaires. There are some people here who have earned good money before. Have, by this time, should have built three houses. It's not about opportunities. People get opportunity. Rehoboam had the, eh, Ahaziah had the opportunity to rule Israel. He lasted one year. As for Rehoboam, when he, the, the, his first cabinet meeting broke up the company. As I his first cabinet meeting broke up the marriage. The first day he met with his advisors, Israel fractured. He took advice and destroyed his life. That's why I'm starting now. How to walk in the spirit of counsel. Number one. Number one. I gave you this last week. Not so. Understand that you are surrounded by many voices. And the premise is that advice will take you further than what you yourself can say to yourself. Somebody's advice can revolutionize your destiny. One word. But, but I will not titillate you or excite you with the notion that every advice is advice. Ahasia was advised. Especially by no mean a person than his mother. But we shall come there. Rehoboam was advised by his friends, his peers. Listen to me very, very carefully. There are two, well, three types of relationships. People above you, people at your level, and people below you. One of the privileges of life is to be in relationships with people above you. 
if you have the chance to choose between the advice of somebody above you and somebody who is at your level, consider 10 times the advice of a person above you before you, you move to your area boys. Counsel, you, we are going on. The first thing is that we are surrounded by many voices, including your own voice. Yeah. Apart from people advising you, you are advising yourself. Hmm. There are, it may be, chapter 10 of what? 1 Corinthians 14, verse 10. There are, it may be, so many different kinds of voices. Everybody listening to me here today understand it, that when you wake up and you sleep, you will hear voices. Because when I say you hear voices, I'm not speaking in, in, in a, with a psychiatric I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not suggest, su- suggesting schizophrenia. But there are voices. People talk to you because anything Satan knows, God uses to move your life forward. He will form a duplicate. He will create a duplicate. So if he knows that God advances your life with counsel, he will also create duplicate counsel. So in the case of Rehoboam, he had two clear opposites. The the, the godly advice of some elders and the ungodly advice of his friends. Because you will always get advice about your marriage, about your ministry, about every area of your life. You will hear voices. Now understand that not all of them are good. Not all of them are good. But all of them are powerful. Not everything powerful is good. Not everything that has an effect on you is good. Like tonight, as I'm preaching, I am having an effect on you. It is good. But when you are going home and you see a woman's buttocks shaking in front of you, it's not good influence. You can actually go to Oyibi when you must be going to Medina. Following that advice. Are you in church? Are you listening to me? Note it. Around you, people are speaking to you. And including yourself about your marriage, people will talk to you. People will say things about your business, about your ministry, about your family, about your dressing. People will talk because it is, it is biblical that there are, it may be, so many different types of voices. First Corinthians 14, 10. And none of them is without signification. There is a voice Satan will unleash towards you when you finish listening to it. Look, one day I was in my office and a brother came to me. He, he's sitting here. He brought, 
was it a letter or some document about a job he had got? He was, was working very, he had a good job. And he got, another company came to call him. No, because life is just he that hurts. Those who have jobs are those who are getting more jobs. Those who don't have jobs, they go and come every day. They, they, they know no job. But it shall not be your situation in 2017. So he brought it. Let's say if his salary was 100, 100 Ghana cities, this job was going to give him 300 or 400. So when I saw it, saw everything, everything I asked me a few questions. I said, no, don't take this job. Don't take it. Stay where you are. Stay with your 100 Ghana. He just had faith in my counsel. So he stayed. And later on, I think he got another job. I've forgotten the story. But a year or plus later, he came to me and said, Bishop, do you remember that job, the 300 Ghana cities job that I came to show you, whatever, about it? Say yes. So, that job is closed down. The company is closed down. So, if you are taking that job, you will be unemployed as he was talking to me. Why? Because there are, there are voices. I'm telling you. You have your wife and her voice will tell you, look to the right. Look to the right. Just turn right. You see that? That one is better than your wife. And it's true. When you look at her, your wife who is like a paint bucket. And the guitar sitting on your right. But what you may not know is that it is a guitar that is practicing witchcraft. She's a witch as she's sitting there with a guitar buttocks. She literally is coming with strings attached. Literally. Strings are attached. <laughs> I'm preaching. I'm preaching. Strings are attached. There are voices. And you cannot do without a voice. You see, your best bet would have been to shut off all the voices. But that would also be shutting off your destiny. Number two. What did I say to you? You must be close to the Holy Spirit. Yes. Now, among all the, let's say I was going to give you 30 points. You see, 30 points. This number two is number one, actually. And the second point is 40 kilometers from number one. We, we, we call it a distant second. Look. The ad. The, the, the advice, the counsel, the pieces of information floating around us, you ultimately will be the determinant of what is good or bad for you. You can receive good advice and throw it away. One day I was here, standing here, with my church member. Interestingly, she also likes sitting around the same place. 
years ago. This was about six, seven years ago. Or five. I was advising her about marriage. She says it was a problem with her husband. I said, when you go home, do this, do that. Oh, we're having a nice romantic chat. Then she looked into my face. I had never seen some before because the church I was pastor was the church of small, small boys and girls. It was when I came here that I came to meet big men, you know, millionaires and these type of uh, uh, funny people. <laughs> so me had not, it's a small boy, small, 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 small boy, like, hey, go, they will go, hey, sit down, hey, 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 all church, no be church. Sana, Adenta Church is a no-nonsense church. Like where you are coming from, where you could shout at people, hey, sit down, hey, 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 this place is there, People express their opinions to you as they are talking. So as I was advising her about marriage, go home do tonight, do this, this, that, that, she looked into my face and said, Rev. That was what's called Rev. I was Revo. But today, I am a bishop. Revo, I want to tell you that. Look, I'm not, I'm not joking. Of, of course, she didn't say Revo. She said Rev. That's the only thing that is not true about the story. But everything else is true. We're standing here. I can call her. She, she herself will say it better. <laughs> she said, I want to tell you that I will not do what you are asking me to go and do. I said, for a moment, I, I, I thought I was dreaming. Because I've been a pastor for about 15 years, 16 years. Not a soul had ever spoken to me that way. No, 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 Sabi. What is Sabi? Taflache. Is he Rollins? <laughs> it's Rollins who says Taflache. <laughs> she said, I want to tell you that I will not do. But, but see, I, 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 I came to love her for her, even for her frankness. Because some people too, they won't do, but they won't tell you. <laughs> I, mean, I like the one who will tell me she won't do. <laughs> and for as long as, I'm talking about voices. And I'm saying that beyond voices, you need a certain spirituality. Because the signals that come to you will leave you to interpret the signals. You will be the ultimate arbiter. You will be the final umpire. Whether this goes this way or it goes this way, Rehoboam ultimately had to choose between the advice of the elders and the advice of the uh, Nina and small boys. Eventually, you will have to rummage through the the, 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 the cacophony of voices literally must rummage through and you will say this is good this is bad that's what the bible says of the woman who was going to be born the, the, the boy who was going to be born by a virgin Isaiah 7 14 15 a virgin shall bring forth a child, a son. And the Bible says that butter and honey shall he eat, that he may know how to discern 
between good and evil. To choose good and to refuse evil. You will determine what is good for you. That is why you need to be spiritual. If you are not spiritual, when somebody gives you good advice, you will hate. The Bible says, give counsel to a fool. He will hate you. I have been hated by people I attempted to give advice to. It's not today. So when anybody advising you, anybody talking to you, anybody, when I say anybody, I mean from Pope to Canon to Super Archbishop to Archbishop to Bishop, anybody advising you, you will have to decide whether it is nonsense or it is sense. That is why you must be spiritual. To see in the spirit, they say, this is it. This is it. This is it. You see, when you are spiritual, it doesn't mean you know everything. Actually, you cannot live your life knowing everything. You see, when, when I was in medical school, we had a professor, one of the top, 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 top child doctors, children, doctors in the world. Top, 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 a professor. He happened to be in Kolebu at that time, a Ghanaian. He went to infant spin school. Top, 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 top. Americans are children. British, I mean, knowledge, knowledge is. He is the professor who gave a certain advice that has stayed with me. In fact, I wasn't even there when he gave that advice. It was our first meeting in the Department of Child Health. And that day, I think I was chasing a lawyer for something. Because <laughs> when I was in school, I was also in court. <laughs> not your type of court. You have got to impregnate again. You say it's not your child. Not my, not mine is a different one. <laughs> so when I came back from town, from Tema, then I asked my friends, what did the professor say? He said, oh, he didn't say much. He gave us only one advice. He said that a good doctor is not one who knows everything. A good doctor is not one who knows, like he knows all the syndromes, all the things, everything, figures, hormonal level. He knows, no, a good doctor is not necessarily one who knows everything. But a good doctor is one who knows where to find information when he needs information? But in our case, it even goes beyond that. It goes beyond that. In our specific case, as destiny children, it goes beyond knowing who gives you advice. That is why you owe it to yourself to be spiritual. Because unlike that book, um, I mean, uh, the, 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 the professor, who said you must know the book to look for if you, are, if you want uh, cases on musculoskeletal deformities, congenital deformities. 
you should know which book. If you are looking for cardiac cases, you know which book for pediatrics. Pediatric cardiology. Pediatric endocrinology. There are many books, but you should know which book. Now, but in our case, it goes beyond a book. Why? You see, that is why you must be spiritual, because in our case, it is not, you see, the one person advising you can be a source of good advice and bad advice. The same person. What are you said, Pastor? The same person who is asking you to fast and pray, who is asking you to serve God, may be the one telling you to remove your panties. So the fact that he gave you wise counsel at 7.30 does not mean that what he's saying at 7.42 is wise. In Matthew 16, Jesus was confronted with Peter. Who do men say that I am? They were all floundering and fumbling. Then comes Peter. You are Christ. If I'm not, you are, you are the Christ. You are the son of the living God. What? Peter, who told you this? Flesh and blood has not revealed this to you. I mean, by normal trends, Peter must be the one Jesus should go to anytime he needs advice. But only five verses down the road. Jesus said, I must go to Jerusalem. Peter said, lie, lie. You, you are joking. Now, he said, you will never, over my dead body. He rebuked Jesus. Be it far from you. The guy who had given the most supernatural revelation earlier on was now the one Satan was using. Now, it, it, it now rested with Jesus to determine whether the 742 one is also good counsel. But thank God that Jesus was spiritual like the way you are going to be. So Jesus immediately knew that, no, this pastor is going bonkers. This cannot be the bishop who was preaching in the morning that I should remove my brazier. It cannot be. But if you think that because I gave the 6 a.m. council, it worked. So 9 p.m. council too must work. Hey! You will be a Rehoboam. That is why you must be spiritual. Everybody here, look, know the Holy Spirit. One of these things is that he gives us an inner witness. You yourself should know. That one there, nobody will help you. But it will help you. The sister was advising. It was her level of spirituality that rubbished my advice. Two days or three. She herself called me and said, I'm suffering too much. I'm doing what you said. So, uh, I said, she said, repeat the, the, the advice. I said, I should repeat. Your mouth like repeat. But I was gracious. I repeated. She came back to check the following Sunday, bouncing with smiles. Reverend, it has worked. Reverend, it has worked. Reverend, it has worked. May a counsel you will receive take you from misery to blessing. May a counsel, one counsel, take you from, 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 from 
a small church to a big church receive the requisite spirituality otherwise <laughs> you don't have any idea look in my life eh, i have had little children who have advised me younger people juniors but some of them the same people at their point say oh look no, no, you, you, you are now flesh <laughs> you are now flesh number three What's number three? You must be humble. If you will ever receive somebody's advice, one of your responsibilities to the person is humility. Yes. Humility. Humility. Number four. No one is too great to be counseled. You are not too great. Naaman, Second Kings five one, was a captain, honorable, great, great, a mighty man of valor. But it took his servants, Second Kings five, it took his servants. Don't be, if you are a pastor, don't feel too great to listen to your shepherd. When you are with Bishop, he's always asking, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Yes, a lot of the things he does, he gets, we small, small, small cockroaches. He takes our opinion. Some of you are too big to be advised. I said you are too big to be advised. That is why you will die with your leprosy. I said you will die with your leprosy. Shkandalababa. I said, you are not too great. You are not too educated. Put aside your PhD and receive advice. Moses was the pastor of the world's largest church. He had brought two million people from Mizrim. Do you know what it takes to carry two million people from Mizrim? Moses had carried it, uh, he, uh, Israelites from Mizrim, brought them on foot, crossing Red Sea with miracles and signs in the skies and in the waters. But he did not know how to pastor them. It took Jethro, his father-in-law, to tell him that this thing you are doing, I know you are a great pastor of two million members, but this way of doing counseling, Oba. Some of you are too big to be advised. Too big to be advised. Too haughty. Too arrogant. You've been married for seven years, so we cannot advise you. When in reality, you are a good example, very, very good example of a bad wife. Sorry. That's not appropriate. Delete that from the message. When you are a very, very, very good example of a useless wife, delete the first one and put this one there. Useless. 
All you know is to spot. Hairstyles. Policing your face. You walk like mommy water. Meanwhile, you are a wife, a wife of seven years. You've got a bag in your bathroom full of panties. You cannot even wash your panties. Your husband must report you to the pastor before you wash your panties. Foolish woman. We must do counseling in the pastor's office before you wash your panties. You see men. The way they walk, they wear some nice, some top wild designer shirt with some rings. And he says, he's a businessman. He gives you a, a, some, a, a, a credit card. Complimentary card. Here, I'm here. I did this job. This, this, that. Meanwhile, he's, he's everything but a businessman. He's, he's, he's even more of a sexy dancer than a businessman. Useless. Listen to me. The fact that you've been doing something for many years doesn't mean you are good at it. This one you can clap. If you are, you can clap. Having done something for a long time, listen carefully. Having done something for a long time, a long time, having been a pastor for 20 years, having been married for 30 years. There are many wives, eh? their husbands are just waiting for their children to finish school and go. Then he will take his decision. Boys are bread. Number four, I'm, I, I'm preaching. The topic is the spirit of counsel. The spirit of counsel. And I'm saying that I can see your gray hair, but you are not too great to be counseled. You are not too accomplished to be counseled. You are not. Stop it. Stop it. Who are you? Solomon, 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 Solomon. Read it, read it. It's here. Second Chronicles. New Living Translation. Second Chronicles. 10. Verse 6. Watch it. NLT. Then King Rehoboam discussed the matter with the older man who had counseled his father. Solomon. In case you are confused, I wrote Solomon. Solomon the wise was receiving counsel. Peral says wisdom was because of the counsel he was receiving. May you be surrounded by wise counsel. You're not too great. When you see somebody who can be advised, a wife who can be advised, a husband who can be advised, a businessman who can be advised, you are looking at an, an idiot. Whether he has a PhD, L- listen to me very carefully. Your downfall or your uprising depends on somebody making an input. If like Google, Google right now, advices of the U.S. president, advices. When he stands on on USS Eisenhower and he's speaking to the world. That speech is full of advice. There are people, at least I know, of advisors who, uh, in, in the White House who are historical advisors. History. 
that what you are about to do in 1948 uh, 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 <laughs> President uh, Rubin did this and the same response came from this and as you are about to do and also in 73 Nixon did this and this one did so what you are about to do is about to also evoke a similar response because there is nothing new under the sun so they have got people there all they do is history that what you are about to do has happened before <laughs> National security advisors Briefings every day Morning with tea With tea The American president You cannot even rule over your 20 member church You are above advice Nobody can call you and say Sit down and let me talk to you about your church Should we close? Can I continue preaching? Number five. This one may not sound very important, but it is, I'm just saying it so you will know that it exists. It's a, it's a behavior. Because, you see, if I don't say it, you will not know. So you may even be doing it and you will not know that this is what I'm doing. So that's why, I, it's not because I want to educate you about something. I just want to say it for it to stand out as an entity. And that is, you can actually shut down the voice of counsel in your life. It's a behavior. Like those days, you, you, you guys are very young. You watch 24-hour television. One way, whatever, children, transmission starts at, was it 5.30 or 5? Koliko is what, what time? Koliko is like 5, yes, 6.30. Koliko is then, then adult education in Ghana. Then 7 o'clock news. Then 11.30, 12. Break in transmission. You can actually cause It is a behavior that a voice that is constantly speaking to you, advising you by your own behavior, you can actually shut down that voice. That now you don't hear that voice again. And with it also comes dire consequences. Turn your Bibles again to Second Chronicles. I'm preaching now. Are you there? Oh, are you there? Okay. Second Chronicles 25 verse 14. You can actually shut down or silence. Silence. So the person is with you, but he doesn't speak. And I'm saying it so that you will know that it is something a human being can do. Where your mother doesn't advise you again. Where your pastor 
doesn't advise or doesn't rebuke. The only thing he says that you are looking nice. Well done. Wow, your shoe is powerful. What a hairstyle, Memuna. Memuna, what's your what a hairstyle? But to advise you that do this outreach or do this. No. Verse 14. Now it came to pass after that Amazia, after that Amazia was come from the slaughter of the Edomites, that he brought the gods. Madness! Mad! Mad! Please excuse me. I'm very sorry for shouting. I know it's rude. But I, sometimes I get incensed. I get angry. Mad! I want to knock your head! Mad! <laughs> Look at this man. Oh. Somebody goes to war to fight with soldiers. He beats his enemy. Say madness. Kills all of them all. Then when he's coming home, he collects the idols that could not save the enemy. He brings their idols home. He brought the gods of the children of Sarah and set them up to be his gods and bowed down himself before them and burned incense unto them. Can you shout madness? And some of you, what you are doing in your marriage is the same thing Amazia is doing. So I call him Amazing Amazia. The gods, you have got the God of Israel on your side. He helps you to defeat these people whose gods could not help them. Then the only sensible thing you do is that you take the idols and you bring them home and you begin to worship. You see, when, when the spirit of destruction is on a man, look, look, Father, deliver us all from such ultimate foolishness. Deliver wives. Deliver husbands. Deliver me. Deliver her. Deliver them. Take us away from such an unbelievable behavior. Verse 15. Look at it. Look at it. Wherefore the anger of the Lord was kindled against Amazia. And God sent him a prophet which said, the prophet said, have you some of you when someone comes into your life to rebuke you 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 have an attitude there are people i have rebuked that i have sworn that if i ever rebuke this person again may the ground open every day your hair is nice you are a handsome man. Your nose is built. But to hear me say to you that your shirt is dirty. <laughs> yeah. not, not me. Why? The prophet. God sent the prophet. Why 
Hast thou sought after the gods of the people, which could not deliver their own people out of their, their hand? I can't think far. But I'm talking about verse 16. Watch it. And it came to pass, as he talked with him, that the king said unto him, Art thou made of the king's counsel? Forbear! Why shouldest thou be smitten? Then the prophet forbear. Old English. Give us new English. The king interrupted him. I have been interrupted many times as I'm advising people. Because not every advice comes as a song. Some advice will come as a harsh rebuke. A scream. But there is a behavior you can put up that can interrupt. The the king interrupted him and said, since when have I made you the king's counselor? Be quiet now before I have you killed. Nonsense. So the prophet stopped. But he gave a warning. I know that God has determined to destroy you. Because you have done this and have refused to accept my counsel. Yes, I, 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 you, you, you have given me no other cause but to believe that God wants to destroy you. Yes. And it is now very easy for me to see people that God wants to destroy. I, I can never make straight that which God has made crooked. One of the ways to know whether you are meant for someone is the person's response to your counsel. You no, 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 please, 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 please. I, 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 I prefer to be a weed smoker than to counsel you. I'm preaching. Karumama Samande Kalebrosa Kaba. I said, some of you sitting here. Somebody who must speak into your life has kept quiet. Yes. It's a story of the prodigal son. Even though the father wanted him to come back, the father was never ready to now speak. He spoke his mind to his son long time. And when the son refused the father's advice, the father decided that I will never advise this boy again. I will never tell him my real peace of mind. So when he came back home, the father put a ring on his finger, shoes on his feet, was playing music from the gramophone, CD player. He was dancing and chewing kebab. Then the elder brother came, he was angry. And the father told the elder brother something he never told the boy himself. He said, don't be angry. Don't waste your emotions. This boy who is dancing, this boy eating the kebab, the last kebab he will ever eat is the kebab. But he, he thought that there will be more kebabs later. But the father, the father told his elder brother, his elder son, something he had never told the son. Because you can, you can put up a behavior that will silence your counselor. He said, this boy, he was dead. He's now alive. He said, this boy, there's no, I'm telling you, I killed the cow. But I'm telling you that everything I have 
in the house, the cows, the house, the everything. Everything is for you. His last kebab is what he's eating, but he doesn't know. May nobody who must say something to you, may nobody who must, who must express truth to you, not feel intimidated by your behavior. Because when that happens, it is equivalent, three lines, one, two, three, to your destruction. It means that you are about to go. When I cannot advise you about your church, because even when I'm talking, your body language, your posture, as you sit there, it's, it's almost like, oh, what is it? It's your way of doing ministry. I also have my way of doing ministry. Yeah, because there are many ways of doing something. There are many ways to kill a cat. Isn't there many ways of Don't you eat yourself. Number six. Number six. Number five. Whatever. Whatever. Expect God to counsel you from any source. And you can capitalize, italicize, and bolden the any. Rando Kasakata. God can, God can counsel you from any source. That's why I use the word source. I'm not limited by grammar. I know why I use source. Because the source can be animate or inanimate. An idiot or a wise man. A poor man or a rich man. Any. Those of you who want to see bishop or go before you get advice. You are sick of encephalitis. God, he says, he says, even if you stop worshipping me, stones. Many of you, one day, years ago, I, I, I can't remember the year, but this must have been around um, 96. I was in a car. Driving in front of the University of Maryland. Beautiful, serene atmosphere. Nice, lovely. The main entrance. Then we, I saw a car, an accident car. A car which has been bonded, bonded. Crashed, sitting beautifully on a lawn, and a bottle of whiskey was sitting on it. I have never forgotten the image. No words, nothing was said. Whiskey, Johnny Walker, or Beefy, or Captain Morgan, or that's all. That's all. Inanimate. It's a source. Your ability to relate the bonded car to the bottle sitting on top shows your level of stupidity or intelligence. Those of you who are expecting 
bishops to advise you. Your houseboy may be the one who will advise you. Those of you who are expecting Bill Gates to advise you about business, the girl selling granuts and banana, wearing a, a, a blouse with only a cloth, an old cloth around her waist, no panties under. That girl can advise you about your multi-billion dollar business. An animal. That's what the Bible talks about. You can tell how wise a person is by how he treats his animals. Yeah. That's why the white man learns from animals and we eat the animals. Because you cannot believe it that that, that bird, that bird can teach you how to make an aeroplane. <laughs> Black man, everything he will eat it. <laughs> Am palm, you will eat it. <laughs> Or tree, or tree. Hey, hey, adwa. We eat everything, but not everything must be eaten. Some things are in your life to teach you how to behave. Yes. Early this year, we were in Cape Town. Actually, specifically, a beautiful serene city. Uh, town or city called Pal. That's where the last prison Mandela came from. That walk to, long walk to freedom. The prison he came out from is in Pal. But we had come out of where we were staying and we saw as soon as we came out, we saw a Cape Cobra. Cape Cobra. As soon as we saw it, we were with Bishop and as soon as we saw it, we want to look for it. Then a guy came and said, Hey, hey, you'll be arrested. So for what? Can't you see the snake? I said, No. In South Africa, we don't kill snakes. If you see a snake, you call. You make a phone call, and somebody will come and catch the snake. If they catch you killing a snake, you are going to jail. Ghana, if you are a snake, come here. Yet they will buy a steel. And it shows. It shows. I'm teaching. I say, look, everything. Some of you men with two testicles. It's not every girl that comes around you. Who must be meat? Some of them have been sent by God into your life to help you, to teach you. I've received many pieces of good counsel from girls around me. Would be you eat?
there's a girl who has come into your life. She may even be the one who will take care of your children. When your wife delivers, she's the one who will come into your house and babysit for you. You want to eat. What type of African? It's like anything. Tree, fruit. It's not every fruit you eat. You, some, you, 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 you keep, let them dry and learn about pollination or cross-pollination. Ask me, but why? why? Why are you an omnivore? Are you in the church? I said, God is capable of advising you and advancing your life from any source. He can use this fan to speak to you if you are wise enough. Look at it, look at it, look at it, look at it. Proverbs 24. I went by the field, verse 30 of the slothful. Even things we don't look nice. I said, things we don't look nice. I went by the field of the slothful, by the vineyard of the man void of understanding. And lo, it was grown over with thorns, and nettles had covered the face thereof. The stone wall was broken. Nothing about this place was nice. Then I saw and I considered it. Well, I looked upon it and received instruction. Three things. He saw there's a difference between seeing and considering and looking. Looking has a more pointed and more purposeful outcome than just seeing. Oh, I saw the girl. I saw a girl. No, but when I looked at the girl, Minia, 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 oh, three feelings. Looking, dear Minia, yes. And, and it is important for you to look at certain things and change wisdom. Instead of looking at a girl's ties to change feelings, you must look at your auntie's marriage, your elder brother's re smoking life. I said, your, that, that church, which is not growing, you should be able to look carefully and change wisdom. Some of you, you are going to grow up to repeat exactly how your mother married. Because you passed by. He, he passed by it. He received instructions. He, he, you don't see advice or counsel here. But that word is counsel. Solomon allowed a farm to advise him. Even if you are a pastor and you are sitting here this evening in a weekday service where I'm preaching, it's not a convention, it's not a watch night service, this is a weekday service. It should tell you something. But there are idiots who see and pass by. But from today, you will learn from the ant, you will learn from the lion. You will learn from the frog. When the wind is blowing, you will learn from it. When the rain is falling, you will learn from it. When a car crashes, you will learn. May you never, that's why years ago, Bishop used to say something like, he said said, the whole world is a classroom and everybody is a teacher. The whole world is a classroom. Based on 
Some of you want to sit in the university before you get a degree. How, how, how pathetic. I'm ending now. Next. Number what? Seven. Let's go home. It's now time. Number seven. Hmm. You must have a supernatural ability. Not only to receive counsel, but also to understand the counsel. Not only to receive counsel. You can receive the counsel, but you don't understand. That's why tonight, if there's any prayer, I'll pray. I'll say, receive the spirit of understanding of counsel. Micah 4, verse 12. Micah 4, verse 12. But they know not the thoughts of the Lord. Neither understand they his counsel. Counsel. For he shall gather them as the sheaves into the floor. They don't know his thoughts. Neither they receive it all, but they don't understand what God is saying. Some of you, God is speaking to you. You don't understand. You are staring sheepishly at advice for your marriage, advice for your business, advice for your ministry, advice for your family. You are looking at it. It is right in front of you, but you can't see. Katunaba. Yes. And one person who best mirrors this tragedy, who received counsel but could not understand, was Samson. Samson. You will not be like Samson. Judges 16 15. 15. 16 verse 15. She said to him, How can you say, I love thee? When thine heart is not with me, thou hast mocked me three times and hast not told me wherein thy great strength lies. Samson's head was on the laps of Delilah. Fine. I mean, we all sometimes put our heads on Delilah. We don't even know that she's Delilah. What a sock. But she asks you, what is the secret of your strength? I say, oh, my strength. If you are able to um, weave my hair, just weave my hair, that uh, I'll be weak. Say, oh, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Samson lied. Now let me weave. Then as he's weaving, bring your head and let me finish. As he's weaving, finishes weaving. Then once she finishes weaving, then she shouts. She shouts. It's like, it's, like a, it's like a game. Some of your life is like, you are living like, a, it's a game. Then Philistines come. But because you are strong, you, you are able to beat them. Then you put your head back on the woman who called Kabadusi Mandele Branda Sataya. Yeah! He put your head back and look, many of you here, you, your case is not Delilah. No. Because after what Delilah did, we all know Delilah. But your behavior in any, many areas is Delilah-like. He put his head again. So Samson, 
Show me the strength, the secrets of your strengths. How some Samsonites, Samsonites, do you love me? Yeah. Oh. Then Samson will say again, if you can tie my hair into separate locks, I'll be weak. Then she ties the hair. Say, Attack! It's like a game. Some of you, you have seen your big brother's life. Your assembly man's life. You're the MP of your area. Even the last election should teach you something about life. <laughs> but you are so MPP. You cannot even learn. I sat, was it yesterday or so, I sat somewhere and I, I read something, an article somebody wrote about how NDC, it was almost like they were anointed to copy NPP's arrogance. He gave examples. This, this, this. I said, wow, I, I never knew this. Wow. It's like something is happening to you. You are looking at it, but somehow you cannot understand that. Some of you, even as I'm preaching tonight, not the message, oh, but me, myself, talking to you should be a message to you. How I got to stand here to preach to you should be a message to you. Three times. The message was clear. This woman is in league with your enemies. If they get you, they will kill you. Samson was not intelligent enough. He had the brain of a peacock. Put your hand on your head and say, Lord, tomorrow morning, next week, next month, this evening, even tonight, next 10 years grant me the ability to receive counsel and to understand to understand Lord may I may I never look sheepishly at great advice and walk away without understanding because it's expensive Why is it expensive? By the time Delilah finished with Samson, his eyes had been, had been gouged out. Gouged out. That marked the beginning. His hair grew again, but it was not the same. Your hair will grow again, but it's not the same. Some people are saying I should, I should stop talking and, and close. So I think, I think we can rise to our feet tomorrow. Uh, next week, God will I, I've, just got to, I've got just one more point. So I'll, I'll make that point next week. One, just one last point. So I'll do it next week. Now, when I see some faces, it's like you are bored. I need to go. So next week, I'll give you the one point. Why are they? This area, there's some people in this area. Somebody here. Uh, at the back, at the back there. Yeah. Divine Academy. Yes. <laughs> I should remind them. Should I give the last point? The last point. 
then clap your hands before I give you the last point. Last Kalo. Last Kalo. Life. This is the end. It's a romantic end. Yes. They live happily ever after. Ever after. But this one is they died unfortunately ever after. <laughs> life. If I was in the northern part of Ghana, I would have said life without Life without a counselor is a life of pain, evil, and ultimately death. Life without a counselor is a life of pain. There is a type of pain you don't deserve to experience. But because Micah chapter 4. I, I saw this verse about 12 years ago. 12 years ago. 12 years. Yes. It has never left me. Micah chapter 4 verse 9. And I'm ending with this. After reading one more verse. Now, never, never forget this verse. Now, why dost thou cry out aloud? Is there no king in thee? Is thy counselor perished? For pangs have taken thee as a woman in travail. Many of you haven't been to the labor world before, so you don't understand. Why dost thou cry aloud? you will remember me one day. You will cry aloud. And Micah the prophet said, the only people who cry like this, who are also, they are not pregnant, you are a man, but you are in travail, in pain. Then she will take her magazine and start reading.
there are pastors who are in travail. Wives who will be in travail one day. Husbands. Children. And Micah, respect the Bible. I'm ending. He said, why are you crying aloud? Why? I was in an office yesterday. I was, someone was telling me, a, a, a politician. Who lost an election. And is crying every day. Ah! Bermensu. Bermensu. Mepa. Elimina for. I'm not bullshit to see. Edna Foy. Edna Foy. Edna Foy. I'm pulling it and the crowd will vote. I'm not going to say it because when in a place polling station you have polling agents you have people they don't not, not even one vote anybody sister brother listen to me i'm ending look may it never be that you will be behind bars one day Crying aloud. Ah! Ah! And Micah is the one who teaches us that. The people who live with such pain. I said life without a counselor is a life of pain, evil, and death. The people, said, why? First of all, is there no king? Don't you have a pastor? Is that, you mean nobody rules over you? Listen to me. Those of you who cannot put yourself under pastoral authority and feel that because you have a four-wheel drive, we would drive Passat, eh, 2004 Passat. The passenger glass cannot come down. And the back on the left doesn't come down. So we roll, we do a cross ventilation. Cross ventilation. When we turn the air conditioner, the car will overheat. And now we we'll drive it for we drive. Toyota Pathfinder. So we can't advise. Those of you, it's like, you see, the only people who weep in life are those who are not under any authority. Is that no king? Or, 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 has your counselor died? Mazuka da magayada. It means that the only people who have pain in life, a certain type of pain is not allowed. I can tell you on authority that there are some prayers I have never prayed. There are some experiences I have never had. Because I subject myself to pastoral authority. I have a counselor. When I listen to Makane podcasts, when I run away on Sunday to sit in front to listen to my pastor preach, it is my counsel. Lord, may my counselor not perish. Because 
when your counselor perishes, <laughs> you perished. <laughs> you perished. Is there no king among you? Because the people who want independence, who, 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 they are in the church, but they want to be independent. There are those whose marriages are like volcanoes. Has your counselor perished? Please ask your neighbor. Who advi- ask her. Who advises you? Ask her. You too. Ask him. Ask who advises you. Hey, ask. Ask again. Has your counselor perished? Oh, I pray that one day I'll not pass behind your house and hear you screaming. I'll not be in your office and hear you. Ah! No, those whose counselors are alive receive inputs that take them away from disasters and pain. Today, I pray the greatest mercy of your life will be the mercy of someone who speaks into your marriage, who speaks into your business, who speaks into your family, who speaks into your ministry. Let me, let me show you something as I end. Second Chronicles 24. So that you don't forget. Just, just a story and I end. Second Chronicles 24. Watch this. Now, 24, verse 15. I'm ending now. This is the last verse. 24, 15. Now, but Jehoiada, Jehoiada, wax old. Hello? And was full of days when he died. For those of you who don't know Jehoiada, he's one of the most exemplary pastors in the Old Testament. When Atalia was ruling with witchcraft and so on, it was Jehoiada who, together with the king's sister, went to hide Joash. Atalia, this woman, she killed everybody in the king's house. But they took a little boy called Joash. Say Joash. And went to hide Joash. So as Atalia was reigning, Joash was living in the palace for years, unknown to Atalia. When he was seven years, then Jehoiada, he was a priest. He called the Israelites and arranged who to come and stand where, who to hold arms, and he orchestrated, this Jehoiada man, the priest, orchestrated the consecration of Joash as king. Seven years old. So when Joash was a king age seven, it was Jehoiada who was pastoring him. He showed him what to do, showed him what not to do, but it came to pass that the priest would die. So he died. That begins my story. 130 years old was he when he died. Next verse. And they buried him in the city of David among kings because he had done 
good because he, Jehoiada, the pastor, had overseen the overthrow and killing of Atalia and the enthronement of a little seven-year-old boy, Joash. He had done good in Israel, both toward God and toward his house. 17. Now, this is the point. May your counselor not die. May your counselor not perish. Not knowing that as Jehoiada was alive, there were certain people in the kingdom who wanted to advise Joash. But because of Jehoiada's existence, their voices could not reach the ears of the little boy king. But when he died, they were called the princes of Judah. May the princes who will derail your ministry, who will derail your anointing, may they perish and die in the name of Jesus. The princes of Judah came and made obeisance to the king. And the king hearkened unto them. He hearkened unto them, which is the same as the king took, began, because there was no more Jehoiada. He had needed advice. So now he was listening to the advice of these princes. Next verse. And they left the house of the Lord God of their fathers and served groups and idols. And wrath came upon Judah and Jerusalem for this trespass. Next verse. Yet he sent prophets to them to bring them again to the Lord. And they testified against them and would not listen to them. This, because of time, if you go home and you continue reading, you see that Jehoiada from this point began to now spoil. He was a great king. Israel was powerful. Judah's war was powerful. But when Jehoiada died, Joash lost counsel, lost holy influence, lost a voice, and it began the eventual, he actually died a miserable death. Wouldn't take advice. Began to worship idols. Why? Because there was no more a counselor. Joash's counselor had perished. Tonight, may the Lord God of Israel not remove from you, according to Isaiah 3, may he not remove from you the counselor, the king, the judge. May the mighty people in your life remain. I know that in your family, you are all drunkards. But once a while in the church, God brings mighty men, mighty counsel, wherever you are listening to me tonight. In your marriage, I pray that your Jehoiada will not perish. May the hand of the Lord sustain the source of your encouragement. May the hand of the Lord sustain the source of your counsel. Anybody in your life 
whose influence is a blessing. May the Lord keep that person. Because when that influence is cut off, it looks like your life is cut off. I pray that there is no one under the sound of my voice who will cry aloud, who will be in travail, in pangs, like a woman in travail. Tonight, I want you to put your hands together and begin to clap your hands and pray that God in his mercy, whether it's a woman, a man, a boy, a girl, a car, whatever it is, that must advise you. I pray, I pray that none under the sound of my voice will be in pangs of labor. May you not cry aloud. May you never cry aloud. May the sound in your house be the sound of laughter. My God, my God, my God. Clap your hands. Your ministry. There is somebody who can speak into your life. Your marriage. Your, your, your business. I don't know who can hear me tonight. But I pray for you. That in your life, my God. Counselors. Counselors. Come, clap your hands and pray. Don't be too big to receive advice. Pray that you will be spiritual to know which advice is demonic and which advice is of God. Pray. 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 I cannot hear you. Pray. My God, has your counselor perished? Pray. Is there no king in thee? Has your counselor perished? May somebody else cry aloud. As for you, may you laugh. In the Lebesa. 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 My God, my God, my God. In the Lebesa.
Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.